Welcome to As the Garden Grows, a podcast about a small cannabis company and our journey in growing wellness. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of As the Garden Grows. I'm here with Ryan. Hey, we're Ryan. back. Yay, we're back. Um, thanks for listening as always. Excited to be with you guys this week. Excited to have a really strong voice and be able to talk and record at our usual time. So you guys, great. this morning, we uh, Kijana <laughs> and I go for a walk every morning and this morning I saw her and she just waved and she didn't say hi and I was like, oh my God, you lost your voice again. I he was, was so, so triggered. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm okay. No, it's here. I just was waving. <laughs> It Shook me odd. to my core. He did. I could tell. He was the boy was shaken. <laughs> he really did. He stopped in his tracks. He was like, "You lost your voice again." <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be screaming to Ryan across the street from now on, so he knows I'm good. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but since we just recorded on Thursday, I feel like we probably don't have any new growth to get through. Honestly, guys, I'm. If you want the honest truth, emotionally, I'm still working through the three percent situation. <laughs> I wouldn't say. You've- I, don't, I wouldn't say anyone started working through it. I think we're still fuming. Yeah. Like, we're still in the fuming. Yeah, there's still what a, a lot of heat do coming off. Phase? Yeah, like, we need action. You know what I mean? <laughs> because For I'm sure. certainly not ready to resign into moving through it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I would, I would <laughs> I'd like agree. to change it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I wouldn't say we have much new growth. You know, we just got off a great weekend of yoga teacher training. We're halfway through now. Officially exactly halfway, halfway through. through. Yeah, and we've got a little break coming up. No training on uh, 4th of July or 4th of July weekend. So, yeah, it's nice. But I think maybe we could just get into some pot topics. Yeah, let's do some pot topics. <laughs> pot topics. Okay, so mine is about Massachusetts specifically. We finally have some delivery licenses coming on board. Yay. This article is specifically about, which is great, an equity license that's going out. Well, they're um, all equity licenses. Oh, they are? Yeah, only equity applicants can do delivery in Massachusetts. I think it's like for the first three to five years because uh, there was a group of people that were going to sue the uh, city, the state, I mean. They were going to sue the state. Um, about over this, uh, you guys can guess. I think I talked, did we not talk about it? We probably, yeah, actually either we talked about it in real life or we talked about it on the okay, podcast I because I actually remember. Yeah. Now that you're saying <laughs> so it. I thought we discussed it on the podcast. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Occupational hazard of yeah. smoking a bit before the podcast, <laughs> y'all. But yeah, so if you guys remember, there was that group that was, uh, trying to sue in Massachusetts oh, yes. and, um, it was because they have exclusively made the delivery licenses for equity applicants only, I think for the first like three to five years. So yeah. But anyways, continue. Well, it's just exciting because people are finally getting there. Although it's really ambiguous because the whole article is about how they've gotten their delivery license, right? Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the article, it's like uh, asking about when they're going to start. And it says they hope to begin delivery in early July pending an inspection and the final go ahead from the Cannabis Control Commission. So it's like, we're not final. We're not. Well, no, not because let me explain what they're saying. They've gotten their provisional license from the Cannabis Control Commission. Okay. So they still have to go through the final inspection with CCC. But if they've gotten their provisional license, I mean, they, they're they definitely, it's great that they're doing articles and getting their name out there. Because gotcha. it's like they're, they're basically about to pop off. So it's like they want to make sure they have business, you know? So they're at the stage two where they're just finalizing their operations. 100%. And they could have been doing it the whole time. Like they're just really waiting to go through the whole checkpoint. They're like getting all their product right. and like, you know, they're they're making their connections and, and That's getting so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're doing their like yeah. Exactly. And listen, early July's this week. So hey. well I'm super excited because maybe we can utilize that delivery service. Hundred percent. Yeah. We'll figure it out. 
So that's, that's awesome. Great hot topic, right? <laughs> I, I, what's also interesting. <laughs> I mean, you great news. Yeah. Great news for the state. Uh, for us personally, I'd love to get uh, some products delivered. Anyway, uh, also I would like to say that it's interesting because they said in the article, the owner said we really wanted to open a social consumption space, but that's not. What's interesting is not that available. they said that in the article they spun it like, oh, because of the pandemic, we kind of decided not to. But I was like. Nobody has the option to have a social consumption <laughs> you space. Can't my booze. That <laughs> um, that's cute, though. But yeah, so yeah. it's just funny because that's kind of what we all want to do. But <laughs> we, we're know. settling for these other licenses. I don't know if I ever told you this story, but um, our landlord told me that right after I told her that I was interested in the space for a cannabis kitchen and retail space, this other company approached her for delivery that. yeah and said that they wanted to do delivery they they weren't going to be open they were just going to run their delivery um out of the space they wanted the space that we're in and she said no because you know I already have someone who is pursuing it with this and, and I've you know talked to her a lot I really like her so I'm just going to push forward with her and they were like okay fine we'll take the yoga studio next door like we just really want to do this delivery thing and she was like no because I don't want my two businesses next to each other to be competing with one another um, also it makes me think that they just have no idea what they're talking about because like there's no way they would give two licenses right next to each other either <laughs> like no way in hell we're, we're trying to get two in freaking Roslindale if and people are ever, trying to throw their hands yeah, in I would us. honestly be like do you you look to our problem here You're for but serious? anyways <laughs> <laughs> thank god Doris came in with the voice of reason and was like no this is not something I want to do every day for the rest of my life not my land um, yeah um, speaking of which I need to pay rent today Remind me. <laughs> that, that's a whole other thing. As you guys know, I'm paying rent. Um, but, you know, it's a whole other issue. Again, the city, they're 3%. It's a lot of things going on, guys. <laughs> did they offer us a rent relief program that's not online yet? Yeah, they did. Did they then ask us for 3%? Yeah, they did. Does that make sense? To me, it doesn't. But you, comment below. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think, guys. Please. I'm curious. <laughs> Um, but anyways, so yeah, that happened. And I just thought that was really interesting that, um, you know, people, people are going really hard on the delivery, uh, licensing right now because it's also probably just like the least expensive out of all of them because you don't have to have an open and mm -hmm. operating storefront to do delivery. What do you need to have? Do you even need to have your own kitchen or you can just be picking up from places? I think it depends. Um, there might be different types of delivery licenses right. that you can get. But I think that there is one where it's like, yeah, you can have a physical place where you, like, package or hold goods. Right. But it doesn't have to be a place where, like, people can come to. It's just a place. It's just like a And it doesn't have to be where the stuff's made. No, and it doesn't have to be where the stuff's manufactured. Like, you can just buy stuff from manufacturers and then... That's good. That's what can, they... Like, set up A lot of those store. were like that in L.A. And yeah. there would be, like... The drivers would just have a literal duffel bag yeah, of different stuff exactly. driving around in their trunk and then go exactly. do different orders all day long. Yeah. So that's exactly what I think that a lot of people are trying to do. Pro that's probably a lot more lucrative than the other way, which is like just being a delivery for like a dispensary or something like that. Now, just talking out loud, could we do that on top of everything else? Yeah, we could add a... We, we have some delivery rights with our license, our product manufacturing license. Like, we can go and deliver to other dispensaries, but we could never deliver to individual customers. But we could get a delivery license to deliver to individual customers, absolutely. Nice. We could add that at any time, really. What's great, too, is we can also, like, once it's up, there will be services that, like, go to different 
dispensaries too. So like in the first phase too, if we just want to like get on a delivery service, we'll be able exactly. to exactly. Plus our regular stuff will be sold through dispensaries through delivery services too. Yeah. What an exciting time. <laughs> <laughs> What's your pot topic? My pot topic is actually about Chicago. Uh, because Illinois um, legalized cannabis, I think last year. Recreationally? Recreationally. And I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's they so did. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was last year. Um, and so the article that I read this week was just basically about how the prices of cannabis in the legal recreational market are so high that they've actually increased sales in the black market. And force the black market prices to go up, like the street price. That's hilarious. Of weed <laughs> in Chicago has gone up because the dispensary prices are so high. That is so <laughs> fucking funny. So yeah, it just it it made me laugh because in fact a lot of what is actually happening in Chicago is exactly what happened here in Massachusetts. Like that's exactly what happened. Like the dispensary prices were and still are really insanely high. Yeah, so high that the black prices ended like the black market ended up doing better and um, the prices on the street have gone up since the you dispensaries guys. have opened. The prices are higher now than even like the prices they would like sell to college yeah, kids. Yeah, to college kids. Yeah, it's really crazy. It's how, insane. So, which is, it, it, it is, to Ryan's point, it's totally insane. Um, it's disrespectful. But it's also hilarious because it's like, oh my God. It per- just it's goes the perfect to FU show, to the system. Well, yeah, it just goes to show how like overregulation does not work. Like, this is why overregulation just doesn't work. It's not valuable. You know, they're saying that, you know, they don't think that the legal market is going to even catch up to the sales that the black market is having right now until 2023. So, you know, which even then, like, yes, it will flatline and it always does. It started to flatline in Massachusetts. Like, those prices have started to get closer together. Um, but still, you know, it's just uh, an example. And what I found really interesting about this article also was that there was a person that they were interviewing who they didn't name, but was like a dealer. And he was the one who was, you know, giving the information about how the prices of weed have gone up on the street. If you watch Mob Wives, we would call that a rat, (laughs) but go ahead. Yeah. So there's also, it's uh, anyways, (laughs) um, so anyways, he was talking about this and basically he was saying how like, the Chicago PD and um, the like DEA there were trying to go after the street dealers because they're realizing that the you know illicit market sales have gone up, blah blah blah. But there and also there was a lot of talk in the article about how a lot of this the black market weed comes in from California, which mm-hmm. same as everywhere. Um, which for people who don't know, that's because like California has so many farms that grow so much weed that their dispensaries can't even that they sell it on the black market and it goes all over the United States. So a lot of times street weed is coming from California or um, Seattle. Like, yeah. yeah. And because of the weather, they can grow all year long. Right, because the weather, they can grow all year long. Um, yeah, like, yeah, but West Coast. So, um, you know, that they were talking about how it comes in from there. And it's not just weed, by the way. It's, it's a lot of products. It's a lot of edibles, pens, like all that stuff. And... Um, they were just talking about how they're trying to like go after these drug dealers who are like getting it in and blah blah blah. And the drug dealer was basically just saying, I hate to call him that, but the guy who was like selling weed on the street, <laughs> the gentleman, the gentleman selling weed uh, to his friends and family, um, medicinally, is <laughs> he was basically saying like, I do this to just like hustle and survive. Like this isn't, I'm not like gonna be on the next episode of like Cribs. I don't know where I got that, but anyways, um, but that was just don't the date analogy. yourself. I know <laughs> that was bad, but that was the analogy that came to me. 
But yeah, like he's just like basically saying like, I'm not rich, I'm not doing anything, I'm not making a lot of money, which I also found funny for another reason that I just won't even talk about right now here on the podcast, but again, maybe like Patreon. Um, but anyways, yes, I just thought this article was really interesting because it was just talking about how Chicago has, you know, their black market sales have gone up, which for anyone who remembers, that's what happened in Massachusetts and also the prices went up. And, you know, I think that's going to continue to happen. I think also another thing that was interesting about what this article said was that right now Chicago has the highest prices for weed, recreational weed, um, of anywhere in the country. Yeah. So, um, you know, just again, my my, uh, argument is always that overregulation does not work. It's pointless. It's stupid. It's dumb. And it should end. 100%. Also, like... I just think it's kind of just unfair. Well, not kind of. It's incredibly unfair in general of the states and eventually the federal government and cities in our case to like try to take advantage of the fact that cannabis is now a budding market and just like adding all the crazy taxes, adding all these fees. Like if you need more tax money, that's like on you. Like you got to figure out how to restructure the system. And like, that's kind of your job. Like, What's not your job is to figure out any way to like penny pinch new people because of new laws and new, new legislation. Yeah. yeah. And like that whole like attitude of like, well, we don't really want you to do this. So you're going to have to pay for it. It's like, you know what? Fuck off. And second of all, keep your personal beliefs out of it. It's just like, it's not even capitalism at this point or anything. It, it, no, it's the government. It's, it's the a problem. government. And it's like, they just don't let people thrive in the way that they should. And and to be honest with you, like, this is happening in cannabis in a big way right now, but I do start to see sometimes how they do it in other ways across industries, right. especially when you look at other countries, other places, and, and the way that they treat businesses and, and the business sector. Um, and it, it's just, it's really unfortunate, you know what I mean? Like, in America, that, like, we just have this really toxic relationship with business, capitalism, and government, um, because yeah, like, and then, and then our civil society ends up just being so shitty because of that. Um, and it it doesn't, it's not like this in other places in the world. And so I think that's, what's really unfortunate and like hard about it is that especially as an entrepreneur and a, and a business owner, someone who's trying to like really build a business, like I want to definitely do something amazing, but as everybody who is here and also anybody who listens to the podcast knows, it's like, we're definitely doing this from the ground up and that just takes a lot of work and a lot of, you know, dedication. And that is not necessarily like the stuff that's rewarded in the American system. So it's hard sometimes like to understand and to stay true to who you are, even as a business owner, because it's like, there's a lot of things that, you know, I could probably be better at, but then I would be betraying myself. I also think too, it's just like that same pill to swallow that like all of history was made up because it's like that whole American dream is not attainable in that way of like, you just start from nothing and you well, not for me, not in the cannabis industry for you right now. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't possible. It was never made for me. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's the problem. I think, but, but does that mean that, you know, success is not attainable? Does that mean that the life that I imagine is not attainable? Absolutely not. Not You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying like, I can't necessarily, it's like trying to, you know, fit a circle into a square kind of thing. It's like, I'm trying to exist within a society that isn't necessarily created to support 
the life that I'm trying to build, you know, right. or the or even you specifically, or even me specifically. But yeah. you know, that is what it is. But also, that's this industry that we're in, and you know, this is something that I think we're definitely facing more and more every day, or and and seeing more and more every day, just because of like these little triggers that happen and and things that happen with you know the city and the state and the process in, in and of itself. And it's like, yes, there should be a process. Yes, there should be regulation. Nobody 100%. is saying that there shouldn't be those things. Like, absolutely not. But it is overregulated, and the process is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um, and I just, I'll never not think that as long as this is what it is, you yeah. know. So, um, yeah, that's that's about that. So, you know, again, we don't have too much to chat about because we were literally just recording a few days ago. Um, but and you know, it's the end of June. So it's like literally halfway through the year. And Ryan had this great idea. Ryan has great ideas for the podcast, by the way. Um, Guys, thank you. <laughs> you do. So Ryan had this great idea that we should pull some cards uh, on our episode today, and I thought that would be super fun. Um, Ryan has some decks here, and I was I was going to ask you, Ryan, can you tell us a little bit just like about these decks and just like how you use them? Okay, so the first one that I got out of these was the Golden Tarot, which is like a traditional tarot deck. But, oh my God, I had such a journey with it because first I bought it for myself, mm-hmm. and then someone told me like, oh, you can't buy them for yourself. <laughs> You know, that whole dumb thing. So uh, for a long time, I just like Can treated just it as decoration. But TV that's not out for a second. Yeah. yeah. So let's just do some myth Dispel the here. rumor. Yeah. Myth <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, that is like an old kind of like, I don't even know really where it comes from. But yeah, it's just like this old like superstition that you're not supposed to buy your own tarot decks. But not true at all. You can definitely buy your own tarot decks. You should buy your own tarot decks. You should buy the decks that are calling to you and that, you know, really resonate with you because, you know, it's great for someone to give you a deck and that can certainly hold special meaning. And it's it's also really nice when someone gives you your first deck. Like I've, you know, I think gifting a first deck can be really sweet and, and a nice gesture, um, but it's not the requirement. So if anybody is curious about tarot and they want to get into it, like go out, get your deck, get whatever is calling to you, you know, check out a couple of different decks, see what comes up, but definitely do not hesitate to buy your own deck or feel like you can't keep a deck if you bought it. hundred percent. Yeah. So that, so ironically, even though I got it for, that has like the least of my energy on it. Oh, okay. So I'm like going back to it now, especially more as like, I'm trying to learn about tarot. So then the next one I got was this one, the Psychic Tarot, which is an Oracle deck. Cool. Because that one was described... Actually, I asked the woman at... That was from House of Intuition in LA. Okay. And I asked the woman, like, what would you recommend? And she was like, well, for, like, someone who's just getting into it, I would recommend this because it, like, really, like, kind of, like... She said it opens up your psychic channels. And it, like, gets you, like, kind of, like, ready to receive the information. Interesting. So those have it's my energy interesting all that over she, it. Okay. I was just going to pause and say it's really interesting that she recommended an Oracle deck for someone getting into tarot. Is that what yeah. you told her? Because... Um, and not just like a traditional tarot right, deck. because it's not, I, and I was very genuinely confused <laughs> by it for a long time. Yeah, because I think when uh, most times when people ask for that recommendation, they usually get recommendations like the Thoth deck, the yeah. uh, Rider Waite, uh, Rider Smith Waite deck, or, you know, even like the Modern Witch Tarot is like a more common recommendation right now. Um, but yeah, they would just like recommend like a more um, traditional. Like a, a, tr- a true tarot a tr- deck. A true, a true yeah. tarot deck. Yeah, I would say that. So that that's very interesting. So yeah, 
it was funny because I, when I was thinking about like, do I even have a tarot deck? Like yeah. a regular tarot deck. Because yeah. other the third one I have is not a traditional tarot deck either. Yeah. Then I had to go back to my golden yeah. tarot, which I just had like as a tchotchke on That's my bookshelf. <laughs> yeah. Well, I definitely have seen you use the psychic tarot deck a lot. Those ones are really like in tune with me. Cool. <clears throat> excuse cool, me, cool. guys. Mm, excuse me. <laughs> Those ones are really in tune with me for sure. Cool. And then the, these Voyager tarots, those are the newest ones I got. Okay. And um, a friend of ours in LA had them, or actually had like a version of them because they aren't actually the same ones she had, but I just thought they were so cool. And okay. I had to order them instantly, cool. but I love them. They have, they're just beautiful. Nice, nice. And are these more like the planets or? Honestly, those are like intuition cards. They're kind of like their own thing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's start with those. You, oh, you want to start with those? Yeah, let's okay, start cool, with cool, those because cool. I know about them. So the of these three decks, is it cool if I touch the traditional tarot one? Oh, touch them all. No, but I mean, you said that one has your energy on it the most. And I do see you play with the Psycho Tarot one a lot. So I don't want to like get my energy on it. Because oh. I, I have very strong energy, you know, guys. So. <laughs> Listen, I know, but don't. But worry. if you don't mind me shuffling up this traditional Please. tarot, I would love yeah. to get into yeah, it. Yeah, your energy bit. all over that. It's funny, the story that you told about this. So I actually, my, my tarot deck that I first ever had, first ever got, um, I also bought, but I actually bought it as a gift for someone. Oh, and then kept it for yourself. And then I, <laughs> here's what happened. I actually gave it to her. Um, and we were living together at the time. And what had happened was she, we had gone to New Orleans together and bought, uh, we had gone into this store and she bought a, a deck and it was a thought deck. And um, she bought a book to go with it. Or, or no, actually, she didn't buy a book to go with it. She just bought the deck. And... Um, she had the deck for like a year. And then I remember one day I asked her, I was like, oh, can you bring your tarot cards? Because I would love to, uh, for you to do a reading with me. I just asked her that. And she was like, oh, I gave that deck away actually, because it, she was like, it just wasn't, it wasn't resonating with me. And I was like, really? And she seemed so sad about it. And I was like, oh, that's such a bummer. Like, I'm so sad you did that. And she was like, yeah, I'm sad too. I wish I didn't give it away. Like, I wish I had it for this moment right now. Yeah. And so that same year I was going to New Orleans. And so I went back to that same store and I okay. bought her the same deck and I bought her a book to go with it. And I gave it to her and we were living together and the deck and the book sat on our like little like side table for a year. She never touched either one of them, oh, wow. never picked them up. And one day, like all of a sudden, like my spirit was just talking to me and it was like, you need a tarot deck, grab a tarot deck and ask this question, like read the cards. And um, I turned around and I, the deck was right there and I was like, this is mine now. Actually, I did the reading and it was so like on so point, odd. yeah, that I was like, okay, this is my deck and this is my book. And yeah. I told her and I said, I'm sorry that this is now mine. Um, and I'm sorry that I gave this to you, but it's mine now. <laughs> and now tell me, do you still use that deck all the time? I sure do. It's my biggest deck. It's my, it's my long, like the, my oldest deck, um, that I, is what I meant to say. And it's the deck that I use the most to read other people. I see. Um, I get the Which most. Which one is it? It's my thought deck. Oh, I yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a thought deck. I, uh, it's the one that gives me the most accurate reads, I think, for other people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I love that deck a lot. And if anybody's ever done a reading with me, that's most likely the deck we've used. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I do readings a lot, but every now and then I throw them in. In coaching, I do readings a lot. So if you guys... At the store, you'll be able to get readings. At the store, you'll be able to get you readings. Guys. Yeah, that'll Ooh, be fun. it's going to be fun. Ooh, oh, something just jumped out at us. All right, we'll save that one for later. Ooh, fours, fours. Okay, we'll get into it. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull this one from the bottom okay. because it's calling to me. Ace of Wands. Ace of Wands. Illumination. Okay, this is fun. So let's get into this a little bit. So did you have like any thoughts when you were pulling that card, Rye? 
that card for me was like the theme of the whole reading. Oh, that's why I pulled it from the bottom. Okay, yeah, yeah that's a good that's a good way to go about that. That this is kind of the card then that's gonna um, keep coming back up through the reading, the Ace of Wands, which I love because Ace of Wands it's like kind of like new beginnings, new projects, new like you know things that you're doing. Um, I love that. Yeah, I feel like that's such a good that's such a good like card to have for kind of like to take you out and also I'm just noticing that like on the top of the card it says illumination so like I feel like it's giving me heavy um just like new uh ideas for you to like sparks yeah. you know because wands is the um suit of fire okay so you know fire I is didn't know that. I yeah, love that. yeah 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 wands is the suit of fire so fire is all about um Fire is all about, uh, like, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Action, you know, Um, doing things, making things happen, Um, like the spark that ignites things. Yes. Um, And then here it says, like, illumination, so it's kind of, like, lighting the way and, like, uh, yeah, just, like, showing the the way of something, I feel like I get from this. Yeah. Yeah. For for my thing, I have a... Desire and courage for Ace of Wands. Oh, I love that. Yeah. In the book with this deck, one of the things I love that it says, you hold in your hands the light, the power to illuminate, and thus transform and energize yourself and others. Love it. Don't forget it. So this is like the reading that we're taking with us for the rest of the year, guys. We Before we went into this, I was saying, I don't know if I finished this thought, but like halfway through the year, I feel like this is a good time for us to be like, okay, what's coming up? What do we need? What are the messages that we need to keep with us? And, you know, what are we, what can we expect for, you know, the rest of 2021? So I love that idea of like, that's that's kind of what we're working on and what we're doing and something for us to keep coming back to. Yeah. And just keep like inspiring. I think too, us. especially in terms of like getting bogged down by the fucking process of it all. Let's just remember like what we're trying to do here. Like we're trying to spread light. You know, a hundred percent. That's really what it's about. And so, what's really funny too is that the Four of Swords popped out of my deck. Yeah, and like four literally jumped out onto the floor. Jumped the out <laughs> onto the floor. And the Four of Swords is all about um, rest and relaxation. Oh my god! And like, so Swords is the Swords is the uh, suit of air. Okay. And it's all about mental health and, and your mental functionality. And so four of swords and four is the number of like protection and, um, you know, security and foundation. And so this card is kind of like protecting your mental health. Like this is how you oh stay safe. And so it's like, okay, make sure that you are getting like your rest. Make sure you're like taking yes. time to like relax and unwind and do what you need. And we were kind of just talking about that we this were. morning. That so we were funny. talking about how we like, <laughs> how we like, we'll never get a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> look at the cards are like bitches like, you need to you take need to a at vacation at least have a staycation my friends because <laughs> which is so funny because we got fourth of july week coming up we've also been making fun of ourselves that we don't have anything planned for fourth of july once again once again we're like nothing's going on um for us <laughs> but i love there's the episode title yeah. nothing's going on for us <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Um, but I love that they were the, the card these cards came out together being like, listen, you are here for like this big purpose of like inspiring and don't forget what you're really here to do. Yeah. And also don't forget how you get there. Yeah. And that's especially for two projectors, by the way. Yeah. Like we are Brian and I are projectors for people who are familiar with their human design. And projectors are people who can uh we can work really hard and get a lot of things done but we also need a lot of rest yeah and we need a lot of time to just kind of like hone our craft i think is the way that they describe it and and that 
requires a lot of like meditation and integration and for us that's like resting you know like totally. and, and being in more restful states and not even just like being asleep for, like right. definitely like I, like i know and i know that you do this like i'll just sit in my kitchen for hours like and i and i won't even notice and then by the end i'm like oh i've just been thinking this whole time just thinking like i'm not yeah. even doing anything yeah i've done nothing for the last two hours or just like for me because like ryan and i um we we catered a dinner the other day together and like i love cooking so much and it, it really is is such a um, cathartic thing for me in so many ways. But the best cooking for me is when I'm cooking for fun. Yeah. And not because there's like a pressure thing happening. But right. Because or even like a schedule. Yeah. Or like, yeah, something planned or, you know, exactly a schedule. I'm, I'm serving people. But just when I'm not that I don't love serving because I really do love serving people. It's really just like I love when I just am having people come over and I'm like surprising them. And it's like, oh, you guys are going to eat whatever I make because you're yeah. going to be grateful that I cook yeah. and it's going to be delicious. You and know, it always is. Let I me tell love you. that. Yeah. So. Um, I love that and, and that's like really restful for me. And so, uh, you know, th- little, it's little things like that. I love that too, because that's meditation. Yeah. Like, and it's funny because I just like recently read something or we made that connection that like when you're meditating, you're really trying to get to a natural state, a state that you get to when you're washing the dishes and you zone out, a state when you're cooking and you zone out, you know, a state when I guess like people are running, I'll have to take their word for it. <laughs> But that time where, like, you lose total track of time. And, like, that's really what you're doing when you're meditating. So then as you do that more consciously, then you're able to slip into that state a lot easier naturally. And it just feels so nice. It's just a great way for your mind to, like, reset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way for you to, like, rest even when you're doing stuff. It's, like, active rest. 100%. And, you know, stay on track for sorts. Let's keep it secure here. Yeah, keep it secure, keep it tight, keep it right. And I think, too, you know, a lot of times um, I feel like we get really kind of confused or uh, far away from ourselves. And part of the reason why that happens is because we're not taking enough time to just rest and come back to ourselves. And, you know, um, that can definitely happen in the space that we're in right now. So... I think this message in terms of like the number four and it being a number of security, it's like, this is what will keep you safe. You know, this is what's going to keep you sane and secure. And, you know, and part of that is rest. And that's, that's a message for the collective. I feel like, I feel like that's not even just for us. That's for everyone because it's like, it, especially because summer, right? Like it's so funny guys that anybody who knows my mom, this woman is so social right now. Like my mom has a busier calendar than I can even imagine. It's so crazy. This woman has something to do with someone every day. The other day I asked her what she was doing with the day and she said, nothing and it feels so bad. I was like, <laughs> you can take a day off, woman. <laughs> oh my God, she's crazy. She's retired. It's insane. So anyways, like she's so busy. I was like, uh, rest, honey. Like you need to like rest sometimes. And I feel like too, we, we forget that message sometimes, especially in the summer of like, you need to just rest, you know? So Especially, I think, too, like, after the past year. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone wants to do every single thing right totally. now. We all want to get back. We all want to make up totally. for the time we lost. But don't burn yourself out yeah. being social. Because also, we all know how fucking difficult it is to be social right now. And just have a conversation <laughs> for two hours. Like, it's also so be in exhausting. different spaces. It's, it's also exhausting. so exhausting. It's, it's exhausting. like, take rest. After you go and do something social take time to rest after that because don't consider that social event as like, oh, that's my fun time or that's my me time. It's like, no, honey, that is work. And if you 
have ever realized that it should be now. So um, I love that Ryan is pulling some great cards right here from his Oracle deck, by the way. Let's get into these, Ryan. Yeah, there's some good ones. I got one more in Oh, here. my gosh. All right. Oh, wow. We got wow, wow, wow. I'll pull wow. out. Okay. This is, like, can I read them? Please. So the first card is, it's Accelerated Motion. It's an eight card. The second card is Spiritual Strength, nine card. I love that we got eight and nine right after each other and nine, you know, close to God. And then the third card that he pulls was Transformation, number 13. Watch out. Oh. I do love this. this is okay. so, guys, we have a great year coming up. We got some stuff. I mean, I felt that. Talk to me, right? What's going on with these cards? Okay, so these first two are with the violet border. They're of the spirit. Oh. So number eight, accelerated motion. This card represents speed, flight, swift motion, hope, passion, and above all, endings to delays. Please all let it be an ending do. to a delay. Oh my God. Preach, Ryan. Preach. The, I will take it. This is so good. The conditions around you are perfect and appear to be rapidly heading in the direction mm. of your goals and desires. Luck is on your side and your enthusiasm is at an all-time high. Oh my God. Brace yourself as you finally witness the manifestation of what you've worked for and visualized. That's honestly really true. Yeah. Like, we have to actually get ready for it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like when I think about us like going to work, like I'm like, we were, it's going to be so great. We're going to get to do that. <laughs> we like, we are going to be doing that. We are going to be doing that. We are going to be doing that. Facts. Yes. Oh my God. I love this card, but it's such a good reminder. Wow. This wow. is amazing. And, like, yeah, again, just the number-wise, like, the number eight, I feel like, is a really good number. It's also about, um, it's about, like, success and, like, yeah, like, finding that, um, your path in life and, like, being on it, you know? Yeah. So. I also love that it's an eight and a nine. Is that August and September? Mm. I mean, we're trying to get going in September. I love that. It yes, could be. yes. Because yes. our nine is spiritual strength. Mm. And this card is coming forth to give encouragement and remind you that you have the inner strength to complete whatever you've been working on. Mm. This final spirit card represents courage, discipline, stability, and persistence. You may be tired or weary from the struggle, but now is not the time to give in. Instead, tap into all of your inner reserves for that one final push to achieve the desired outcome. Wow. I mean, couldn't be more. more. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, we more. needed that message. Yeah, 100%. We needed that message. And again, I do Even feel like these messages in the conversation, are Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, perfect timing. Yep. No. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. That's, thank you for that. And... The third one, Transformation. Now, this one will have a correspondence. It has a black border, so it corresponds to a major arcana. So this one oh, in the traditional type is death. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay, this yes. Is so this is such an amazing read. Okay, keep going. A time of endings is close at hand. Don't resist the abrupt changes that are suddenly mm. happening in your life. Wow. These could be taking place in your personal life, relationships, business, or career. feel like it might be the last two for us. <laughs> God knows we're not launching any new relationships. Anyway, moving on. You have the strength, as the transformation card asks you to have. Courage and know that renewal follows every conclusion. Mm, and we already have that desire and courage from Ace of Wands, yes. too, coming back again. This card comes forth to remind you that death 
of an old way of thinking and believing must occur before you can move forward on your new path. Mm. Transformation is all about the ebb and flow of life cycles. Nothing in this life remains motionless. Everything is on its way to somewhere. Accept the changes and opportunity will come to expand you in more ways than you could have ever imagined. Wow. I am, wow. I am really excited about this. Okay, I want to pull another one just to close this out. Please. I feel like this is from the traditional tarot. But, like, just thinking about this read so far, so much of it is about um, just, like, having a clear mind, body, and soul. And it's also about, like, this is the time. This is the culmination point. This is our Ace time. of Wands. Ace. Oh. Death. Oh. What's she? I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, ain't she back for something? Wow. I just pulled the death card. And again, jumped. As Ryan was saying the word death, this card jumped out. Wow. It did. It jumped out. I didn't even pull it. It just jumped out. Yo, I feel it. Me too. The transformation is so real. Like, and I've been feeling this, like, we are so different from who we were when we met. We're different from who we were a year ago. But even by the end of this year, we will be completely different people that we were when it started. And that is like the message that we're getting so heavy right now. And when you're getting into that level of transformation, all you can do is prepare. There's nothing you can do. You can't fight it. You can't go against it. It's like this is what's coming whether you are ready or not. So the best thing you can do right now is just get ready. And I think one thing I say a lot, and people don't always understand me, and it doesn't always resonate with them, but I always say death is my friend. Yeah. And death is my friend because... Things die and new things are born and those things are better. It's like you have to let things go. You have to let things die so that you can make space for better to come in, for new things to come in, for greater things to come in, you know? And you also have to really honor that cycle because that is like what makes everything eternal. Like if you don't recognize the death part of it, then the birth part doesn't mean anything, you know? Like you've got to remember that everything's cyclical. Every single thing. And it just, it's all, to Ryan's point, it's like it's all connected in that way. Yeah. You know, we're all connected in that way. I um, I have my notes on the major arcana that I take. Let me just see what I write about. Oh, yeah. By the way, Miss Kujana at the end of the night at 12 and 1 a.m. does astrology classes, by the way. <laughs> if you thought she ever slept, the answer is no. So uh, what I have written from, like, when I just did all my notes on um, the major arcana and, like, I kind of just sat with the cards. Basically how I did this process, how I st- first started studying tarot, guys, was that I um, I got a deck and I put it next to my bed. I actually put it, um, I put the deck next to my bed and every night I put a different card underneath my pillow. I I was just reading a book that said you should put them under your pillow. Yeah, That's so good. it's, That's it's so a great way to like absorb the energy. And so um, then in the morning I would wake up and I would just write a note on what that card kind of like meant to me. And so for death, I wrote, um, death is a reminder that with death comes rebirth. When this card appears, it could be a signal that there are many spirits walking with the individual who pulled the card. It can often be a signal of new beginnings and that certain things must end so others can begin. Sometimes it's encouragement to change old habits and old ways of thinking and create new rituals. It's a transitionary period. Change is inevitable. It's coming, baby. 
the time is now. So, yeah, wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a great reading. <laughs> it was a great reading. It was a great reading. Thank you for, like, having that idea. That was so fun. I'm so glad. Obviously, the universe is calling us. Well, clearly. I mean. She had a message. All ideas come from she somewhere. she to give to us. I'm so happy that we did this. We sure did it. This is such a good one. This was such a cool one. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for sharing your cards today. Of course. And thank you for our listeners for just being here and taking this message, because I do feel... I feel in many ways that this was like a collective message for all of us. Yeah. So definitely take. Yeah. It's for you. It's for you. Like if you're hearing it, it's not an accident. A hundred percent. It's for you. And even if you're hearing it like in a month, a year, whenever it's like. Yeah. Whenever. Yeah. That's for you. This feels like just like a message that I don't know. It just feels like the universe wanted us to share this message today. All these different kind of ideas about just to go back like this whole idea of like illumination, the ace of wands, desire and courage, you know, protecting your mental health, getting rest, relaxation. Um, You know, the fact that this is our time. We still have Jupiter and Pisces for another month or so. So it's like take advantage of this moment. Ryan said even like August, you know what I mean? Like September. Um, But like, yeah, the accelerated motion, having spiritual strength. Like when you get confused, when you get weary, whatever it is, it's like go back to yourself and go back to your spirit, you know, like come back to your spiritual strength. And don't forget to take that rest. Like that rest is just as important to the transformation as everything else. Period. And finally, like just twice we got this this message of transformation, the, the thirteen but yeah like don't be afraid to let things die because something else is going to be reborn and change is inevitable and is 13 january could be hey we'll see watch out (laughs) (laughs) so yeah okay great should we do i love that let's do a little retrise we have to we're in such a great mood we are I think for me, my root to rise for this week is I I think I'm taking this message of death and just like really releasing, you know, I have been, um, you know, last week was a full moon. And I think just in terms of thinking about things like um, that don't really serve me. There's a lot that's been coming up that I'm just like, yeah, I can let that go. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that little bit of me, that part of my ego that I was holding on to or this or that, I'm like, yeah, that can go. Uh, you know, I, I don't have it's so much attachment. Yeah, yeah, right now to, to things that aren't like really serving me. You know, I'm protective of the things that I'm like, no, I need that. You know, I right. need her. But anything that's like not really it for me, I'm just like, ah, let it go. So this message for me really affirmed that that idea of just like, yeah, this is a time of transformation. Let this stuff go. I'm ready to be new. I'm ready yeah, to be brand new again. 100%. I love it. It feels so, so good. Especially like with the whole time of the year too. Like I love feeling new in September, like at the beginning of fall. You do feel new. You're like, let me go buy some damn binders. I'm so excited. Back to school shopping. Love it. Yeah. Love that smell in the air. Oh, same. So yeah, that's me. That's my I'm excited. Okay. My route to rise, I'm taking also from the cards, but I'm taking the spiritual strength because Mm. lately I've just really enjoyed, like as we talk about in yoga, like refining my own practice, like finding my meditation again, finding journaling, doing my yoga every day. Like it just feels so good. And it makes me feel like just way more aligned and it makes me feel like all the other choices I make in the day are more aligned and just good for me, you know? So take it some time to like find what gets you on your path, Mm. you know? And then it's like not a burden. You think about meditation or meditating every day, it's a burden. But if you think about meditating when it calls you, that's not a burden at all. Not at all. And eventually it will call you every day because you love that stillness, mm-hmm. but it's not like a pressure to do it. Mm-hmm. And you can apply that to a lot of great things for you. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I totally agree with that, Ryan. That's such a good one. Such a good one. I'm so happy with these cards. Oh, me too. I love this reading. 
Thank you, right? Oh my god, thank you. Thank you, world. And thank you to the universe. Yeah, thank you, universe. Uh, and thank you for listening. And thank we you, love listeners. You guys. We appreciate you. That's our episode for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please be sure to check back regularly for new episodes. Check out our website, www.iandirosegarden.com for updates and any events happening here at the garden. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at iandirosegarden. That's at symbol I-A-N-D-I-R-O-S-E-G-A-R-D-E-N. Talk to you guys soon.